Hello, my friends. Happy Friday, Thanksgiving Day. Yes. We well, welcome to the <laughs> Living Fearless Devotional on ResurrectMinistry.com. Oh, <laughs> all of our settings changed. Yes. What happened? Where you can find all of our content. It is <laughs> our all of our past shows, Andy's uh, Fearless yes. Man podcast, articles in the Christian Post, really cool books, yeah. and drop us a comment. And if you'd like to partner with us and donate, we'd be very blessed by a contribution. That would be amazing. We want to do all these cool things with our studio and are still here in our little cute studio. Yeah. It's going all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the reason I said Friday Thanksgiving is because today we celebrated Thanksgiving. We did. Because uh, we yesterday did we weren't all together. I think we did a bang up job. We were scattered. We did. I got to cook my first Traeger turkey. Yes. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good for the first Traeger turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Skin was good. Seasoning was good. I didn't have any skin. <laughs> you didn't? No. How did you not have any skin? I don't know. The skin's the best part. I got all the pieces that didn't have skin on. <laughs> you know what else was great? Sweet potato it's, casserole. That was amazing. That was we the bomb. A lot of hands in that one. Hey, Kate. Nice to see you. Nice to see it's you, It's so Kate. funny to see you in your different name. <laughs> All right. We're reading from Morning by Morning by one, Charles please. Spurgeon. Uh, hold on. I'm not queued up here. And it's for November 25th. And the reference is Luke 4.18. It says, he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. We were all prisoners before he set us free. Yeah, we're going to learn more about that. Yes. Here we go. Charles says, no one but Jesus can give true liberty to prisoners, for real freedom comes only from him. Yes. It is a freedom righteously bestowed, for the son who is heir of all things has a right to make men free. Saints then should honor the justice of God that secures their salvation. It is a freedom that has been dearly purchased. Christ speaks freedom by his power, but he bought it at, a, at the great cost of his blood. He makes me free, but it is through his own chains I go free because he bore my burden. I have freedom because he suffered in my place. Though dearly purchased, it is freedom freely given. Jesus asks nothing of me as a preparation for this liberty. He, might, he finds me sitting in a sackcloth and ashes and invites me to clothe myself instead of in his beautiful garment of freedom. He saves me precisely as I am, all without my help or merit. When Jesus sets me free, the freedom is also eternally done, for no chain can ever shackle me again. Once the master says to me, prisoner, I have freed you, it is done forever. Satan may plot to enslave me, but if God is for me, who can be against me? Whom shall I fear? The world with its temptations may seek to ensnare me, but greater is he who is for me than all those combined who are against me. The scheming of my own deceitful heart may <laughs> harass and annoy me. I like that expression. But, but he who began a good work in me will carry it on to completion. The foes of God and the enemies of man may gather their considerable armies together, coming against me with all their power, powerful fury. But if the Lord acquits, who is that he condemns? 
Even an eagle that soars to his airy height atop a rocky cliff and then outsoars the clouds is not more free than a soul who Christ has freed. Thus, since I am no longer under the law and am free from its curse, may freedom be practically exhibited in serving God with gratitude and joy. O Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have freed me from my chains. Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> hey, Carrie News, nice to see you. Hi, Carrie. <sighs> so this is, this really spoke to me. Hmm. Because I think, you know, as a, as a former Muslim, the concept of God setting you free is absolutely foreign in Islam. It is, it, there were so many rules. It was so, it was extremely law driven. And, and to leave that faith before I met Christ, right? And then coming to Christ severely broken, like really thinking there was nothing that was gonna make me whole again. And that's the place he brought me. Mm-hmm. So that's the place where, as Spurgeon describes, he expects nothing of us and meets us where we are, like as broken as we are. He doesn't look for perfection saying, oh, let me find the best among these people. Oh, yeah, you. He takes us completely broken and says, you know what? I'm going to make you whole. I'm going to make you whole and I'm going to set you free. It is such a... Oh, it's just such a glorious concept. Hmm. And so this notion that you you really out of joy and gratitude serve him is something that I truly feel because when I fall short of my own expectations or I know that my mind or my heart is just deceiving me, clearly deceiving me. I don't know how much of it is the enemy or how much of it's how, how much of it is just the enemies within me. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes and picks me up and puts me back on track. Wow. Almost like, almost effortlessly because it is a supernatural power, the Holy Spirit's power that picks us up and puts us back if you let him. Because we can get in places in our minds that we allow the enemy to, to play that tape that is destructive. But truly, when we turn it over to the Lord, he will override that tape. Mm-hmm. But we have to let him. We, we You know, because yeah. we can just keep playing it on a loop. Uh, it's just, it's just a miraculous, it's a miraculous thing. It really is a miraculous thing. Cause you sometimes if uh, for me personally, when I've gotten in that pit, I didn't see way out. Yeah. And he's just like, there's just like being in a really dark cave and he's like, shows you a little light. You're like, oh, okay. And then when I look back to a week before, I think to myself, I don't, I can't even imagine how I got there. Like it's, it seems almost so foreign. I can't imagine how you got there. It seems so foreign <laughs> to me. You know, it's like, wow, that must have been another person. But it's it's just the just the wretchedness of life mm-hmm. that we can let um, cloud our cloud our vision. But it's really with it's really with joy and and gratitude that uh, 
that pulls us back on track through his supernatural grace. That's awesome. I love that story. Thank you. It's not really a story. Love your testimony. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to show you something really quick. Those of you that are on the um, on the live stream or watching the replay can see this, but those of you on the podcast can't. Uh, but just really quick, I'm going to show you this picture. I'm going to describe what it is, and that is our um, thumbnail for this particular thing. So I'm going to take this. And you see that there's two hands being held up, and there's a rope, and the rope is broken. Yes. The rope was tying the two hands together as a, as a prisoner. And what is funny is that not only before I became a Christian, I had those, that rope around my wrist. I think I had it around my feet too. I might've had it around my neck. I, I know for sure. <laughs> I did. And I was walking like, mine was, mine was made out of fabric. <laughs> yes. Mine was literally like that scratchy rope. You know, it's just like nasty rope. Um, and then I became a Christian and I'm still going, hey, wait a minute. How come I, how come, how come I'm not free? And the, and the reason I say that is because I was living such a life that I was multiple people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On Sunday, I was this guy. At home, I was that guy. Out with my friends, I was, I was something else. <laughs> Very funny, though. Very oh, funny. Yes. Very entertaining. Um, and you name it. Up on stage, another guy. Right? It was just all these people. And that is not freedom. That is... This was so much work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Looking back, no wonder... I, I mean, no wonder my life was chaos. I mean, how can you get anything done when you're, when you're, when you're roped together? When you're like four that? different people. Oh, my gosh. And... And things fall apart because you forget, oh, shoot, I'm supposed to be this person. I'm supposed to do that. I'm supposed to do this. And then you're hiding stuff and you don't want people to see stuff. And it's like so much. Oh, my. It's exhausting. Exhausting. No wonder I have gray hair and lost half of it. <laughs> Going back, though, I think. I think so. I think it might. <laughs> not on my head, though. Um, but uh, three years ago, four years ago, three, uh, three and a half years ago or so. Um, when I repented, asked for forgiveness, the rope broke. Just like that picture. It all, like it, it fell to the ground. You ever see those pictures like a, it, it, where it's just like you're, they're all chained up and all of a sudden ching, ching, it hits the floor? Yes. That, it, it's, it's so amazing. And there's things that even happen um, now. So uh, I'm going to tell this story. Oh, tell me. <laughs> Tell your old story. Don't tell the nasty stories about me. It involves you. But uh, you you were somewhere and somebody that we both know, but not like we're friends. We just know this person. Oh. And this true. person comes up to you and says, you know, you're telling, I've been sick, you know, for the last several days. And uh, you tell this person, well, he's sick. And he says something like, well, he, he should stop kissing strange girls. And And it hit you like, what the heck? But uh, so <laughs> 10 years ago, if you would have came home and told you me that story, like, I would have went, how, how does that guy know? <laughs> you would have come up with 15 stories. <laughs> I would have panicked. I would have went, what, what do you mean? No, that guy's crazy. I would have got all like, all like, how did he, he couldn't have been there. I mean, he would have been where, Andy? I, I mean, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking oh about. Oh my gosh, it would have been a whole different, whole different story. <laughs> um, 
but that's the freedom. Yes. That, that you can say anything. You can say anything to me about, oh, well, you know, why was your car parked in front of Susie's house? And <laughs> I go, Mike, my car was a part. I could tell my car was a part in front of Susie's house. I mean, there's no, there's, it's just so glorious. It's so glorious to throw my phone to my friends or my, 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 uh, my kids or to you and say, you know, can you text somebody for me or can you answer that for me? I, I don't, there's, I mean, there's so, oh my God. It's such Aww. freedom. I mean, that's, it's not, it's horrible <laughs> when I think I, and I don't want to be like what, what Jack, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs over at Calvary Chapel says once in a while. Like, people talk about their sins as, a, as if it was fun or if it was a great time in their life. No, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, those men that are watching that are young and don't even get started. Just be, be one with God live with him dwelling inside you in a way that he that pleases him and that uh and that you have nothing to worry about you just live your life as he wants you to with your wife as a three-stranded rope mm. and and you have nothing to be concerned about it's freedom freedom <laughs> that was pretty good <laughs> So literally, yes. that picture is me. It's uh, it, it was so and so see, amazing. I was in shackles in a completely different way. Yeah, Isn't that neat. See awesome. how differently he sets the prisoners free. Yeah. Wow. Let's see what Carrie has to say. What does Carrie say? I've got no place of surrender, moment by moment, and he's so faithful, and it feels so safe and so free. Amen. Kate's saying hi to Carrie, and Kate says, too much hard work, Andy, with me. What you see is what you get. Like it or like it. <laughs> yeah, that's the case. Now, now I'll tell you, this is it. Look look at this. Yeah. This is it. There's and not five you, other guys. What you see is what this you is get. This is the best of the five guys. <laughs> all, all rolled into one. Now all, no longer schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I used to have these. I used to have this Muslim friend yeah. that was a Dawoodi Bora. So they 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 dress up like little house on the prairie. Yes. Uh, they have this like not not a head cover. It literally looks like a little house on the prairie outfit, which is a long robe and this long skirt that goes with. I mean, it's really it's really kind of a goofy outfit. Mm. And I just used to tell her like, how do you wear that? I like I, I just can't. I mean, I struggle with this little piece of fabric on my head. And she's like, you know what? Sometimes I just get really tired of it. I take it all off. I put on a pair of jeans and a tank top, and I go play pool. And I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I was like, you take it all off and go play pool in a tank top? I was like, well, I don't care. Why pool? Because <laughs> that's our favorite thing to do. Oh, my goodness. That's the thing, you know, when you do things, when you do things by force, fear mm -hmm. of, punishment and by, by just demonic it's false you know yeah. it's just it's so difficult to maintain it just seeps out of other cracks some other way yeah. you know um but yeah i just love, i oh i love that story i just find it hysterical <laughs> like, like i would i, I would have thought i'd go to the mall no, no, no. She go okay. play. No, and I picture her with like the cigarette hanging out of her mouth <laughs> and a and a corona in her hand with all these like raunchy guys around her. Because <laughs> what do pool halls look like? You know? And I think she was she was sure she wasn't gonna find any of her community members in the pool hall. So she was she was safe. She dressed like the black widow. You know, <laughs> do you know anything about pool? There's a, a I mean, woman, there's a woman that's named I think her name is a black widow. Oh. 
that plays pool? Yeah. In this neighborhood, you mean? No. <laughs> She's fairly <laughs> famous. She's like a famous pool. Oh. I think her name's Wicked. No. <laughs> she wears this tight dress. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Uh, Carrie thinks you're funny. <laughs> Carrie says so she's been there. Well, yeah, it's a rough life. It's a rough it is. Being yeah, but it, it's almost it, it, in the industry I was in, law enforcement. It's it's the life. It's 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 normal. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's like, and uh, why I was there? So many marriages broken. Then it's yeah. pretty obvious. Well, you always have the guy. We when you get out of the academy, you pick two or three guys. Uh, usually, one guy's the primary, and if he's off that day, that you get shot and you know and get killed, you, he's the one who empties out your locker. You don't let somebody you don't know empty out your locker. <laughs> Definitely not your wife. You actually write in your will, Bob empties my locker, please. <laughs> It's like a secret safe deposit box. <laughs> what a what a bunch of I mean, it, but it's just so this strange thing. You you we go out there and you know we're running into gunfire and you know running and you know trying to save as many people's lives as possible. But it's just this weird juxtaposition. Is this the thing? But I, where you're you're this you're doing these things that are so honorable, literally. I mean, there's some I knew some great rescues and people that save. Some, some partners might save lives, but yet, you know, you didn't want to go in their locker. <laughs> and, I, and I wonder if that is um, the result of being pumped all the time with adrenaline, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the, the toxins that, you yeah. know, the toxins that it creates in the body to seek that thrill could also lead to the debauchery. And I think also the stress oh, of it, for sure, the stress, the trauma, the toxins, you know what I mean? It just leads to a very difficult life to maintain probably without Jesus. It is a weird thing. I, I had a, a, you know, the, these couple of weeks that were just like every call I went on was something nasty, something somebody's head cut, cut off or baby dying as I was trying to save them or something. And it was like one thing after another like that. And but you, you don't go home. So you have you have 12 hour, 12 and a half hour shift of that. Right. <laughs> and then I just remember I, I'd go home and uh, at three o'clock in the morning, that means I'd, I'd get off at three o'clock in the morning, get home about 4.30. I was going to sleep when my ex-wife was was still asleep. And then she'd wake up and I would stay in bed. Right. And then when I get up, you know, she's doing whatever. And then I'm taking the kids to school, that kind of stuff. We, but we never really had a chance to talk. And then by the time she get back from work, then I was leaving at three o'clock in the afternoon or two thirty in the afternoon to go back to work. And so there's never a time to go sit down and say, wow, man, what a rough. Day. And you did that every day. It wasn't every- like firemen. Like yes, yeah. my friends tell me that they are three days on four days off three days. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Four days on. Yeah. Three days. But then I would have my office. I, I owned a business too. Uh-huh. So then I'd go to work, <laughs> but there isn't any time to really like at the time she never knew of any of those things that were happening. There was really no time to talk about them. And then how do you talk about it? I mean, I mean, how do you go home? She goes, she's, you know, tired from whatever she's doing. You go, well, you know, you should, you should have seen this guy running around with his head cut off. Or this guy hanging from a, the rafters in his garage. And his son found him. His son's yeah. 10 years old. Like, what, what, do you, how do you, what do you talk about? So there's no really no way of talking about it 
that gets it off your chest because what ends up happening is they go, well, how come that, how come that guy did that? And then see now, then it, it doesn't really help you. Right. <laughs> you know, we're talking about that situation. So it's, so then what ends up happening is just ah, forget about it. I'm just going to open up a couple of beers. It's so much easier. Or let me go, you know, I'm going to hang out with my buddies who know, I don't have to explain everything to them. Right. And then you end up becoming closer to your friends than you do with your wife. And so it just, then it just grows and gets, gets worse as you, as you go. So it's a little bit difficult. So, um, but you know, the, the great thing uh, that I did see examples of are, were Christian police officers. They lived a completely different life. Jim was like that. This is so different. And uh, it was, uh, um, you, you, you would admire those guys. Yeah. Because they, they were, you could, they were clearly different. They were, so they were walking in light. Yes. All the time. And they'd always showed up at the picnics with their wives, not their girlfriends. <laughs> you go is that your wife why, why are you here with your wife it makes no sense <laughs> oh my goodness i'm so glad i didn't know you then <laughs> i never took a girlfriend i knew a lot of guys that did though all right let's get to the scripture let's get back to god all right luke 418 this is, <laughs> these are beautiful passages of scripture of god's promises so uh let's try to meditate on them Luke 4.18, the spirit of the Lord is on me. And this is actually Luke 4.18 quoting Isaiah. So this is actually Isaiah, the prophet talking. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free. So Jesus recites this as what Isaiah had prophesied. Esther 4.3, and in every province, this is when there was a decree to kill, to kill all the Jews um, given out by the king because he was tricked by Haman, his assistant. And in every province, wherever the king's command and his decree had reached, there was great mourning among the Jews with fasting and weeping and lamenting. And many of them lay in sackcloth and ashes, which is what they would do to show how upset they were. Mm. Romans 8.31, God's everlasting love. What then shall we say to these things, my friends? If God is for us, who can be against us? Psalm 27.1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Do not be afraid of the one that could only take your body. But fear that who could take your body and soul. <laughs> you, uh, one, 1 John 4.4, 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. Eight, Romans 8.34, who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. What better than that? Wow. Our great intercessor. And this is Saul's response when he meets Saul, who became Paul, when he meets the Lord on the road to Damascus. So he trembles and astonished and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. Hmm. Lord, what do you want me to do? It's always good to ask. Yes. For sure. 
there's been another, <laughs> sorry, kids are playing a game outside. Um, that, is, that has always been another thing that I've lacked, that, uh, uh, that even, even the thought of asking God first. Still, so still forget. <laughs> From time to time. Don't we but, all? But it was never even, it, I mean, that's one of the things about some men, and I'm reading this great book, uh, but it, it is talking about being a masculine man for God. As but, opposed to a feminine man? Yeah. Uh, and that is that, that, that we think if you are going to be a man, that you don't need to ask anybody. Um, I, 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 I can do this. I don't need your help. I'm good. I'm not going to ask where the hammers are at Home Depot. <laughs> I, know, I know where they're at. Unlike I'm not going to look around for 45 minutes until I find them. Unlike me, who sees the sign says lights, and I'm like, where are the lights? <laughs> oh, right, right over there. Just checking. <laughs> um, but uh, but that is one of the problems is that you know, as somebody that's coming into Christianity for you know early in the early days, it's just not normal. It's not natural to ask for help, and asking for God's help is like. Just none, nothing like asking, you know, somebody here on the earth. And that's the thing that we have to kind of get in our head that you're asking the creator of the universe. Yes. Who, who else would you, would you ask? All things were created and through which all things were created that were created. For sure. Carrie says. Ask God and then don't run ahead of him. Yeah, that's a problem too. Running ahead of God. Or hot. <sighs> I know it should. I know you're gonna, you're gonna let it go. I just can't let those things go. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. Um, a what? A man will never ask for directions, even if he's lost driving. Yes, absolutely. It, it actually was hard for me to ever use the map app on a phone. It took me. It wasn't until recently, until maybe just right maybe before me. Yeah. I think actually when you had to drive out to Westlake, Westlake, because I'd never been there before and I started using it. And what I realized, what I liked about using it is that it tells you where the traffic is and how long it's going to take you to get there. That's the only reason. That's the only reason I use it. I do not need it for directions. Yes. I know how to get everywhere on the planet (laughs) that you, you know, I would have, you would have gone crazy the time. I think I told you I went to Ireland in the, and it was supposed to, we we're supposed to be there in the middle of the day, but because of delays, didn't get there until the afternoon. And so I'm driving a stick shift. I'm on the opposite side of the road <laughs> in Ireland. And I had no idea where I was going. I was going from one side of the island to the other side of the island. And what happened? Every so often, I I would ask directions. At first, I asked the guy, "What you know? I'm, I'm heading Before to Galway. Maps. I, yeah, I'm heading to Galway. And um, you know, how do I?" How do I get there? He goes, well, just get on this, the road that's right outside the airport. There's like a, a big tree and a, and a building. You're going to turn right. I go, well, what's the name? He goes, there's, there's no name. You just turn right at the, the, the tree and the, and the building. Yeah, no. And he, then just keep driving. I, I just keep driving. I mean, how am I supposed to find the hotel? He goes, just keep driving. And then as you get closer, you may want to ask somebody, you know, where, where it's at. And I just started driving. Did it work? And, and every so often I would, I would say, you know, this does, I just want to make sure and I get out and I say, I'm trying to get to Galway. And they say, oh, you're on the right road. You're going to see a whole, another, you're going to see a bridge. 
And there's usually some sheep in the road. <laughs> First of all, avoid the sheep. And then you're going to turn left at the very next time you can turn left after that. And then I turn left and then I, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> there's no names of highways, no numbers. Wow. And, and parts of it were dirt roads. Wow. The next thing you know, it's dark. I think I would have lost my mind. <laughs> it looks like it's dark. And I just keep driving. And then there's this wall, but this wall has a hole in it, and it's got ivy all over it and, you know, greenery everywhere. And there's a hole in the wall hmm. and the road goes into that hole and you, it's, you, it's dark on the other side. I drive through that hole. I didn't know. I, it's the only place I could have gone. I get it. And there's the hotel. Look at that. After eight hours of driving. <gasps> oh. Never looked at the map. Never had a, it was long ago. We didn't have the, the map apps. Oh. Yeah. See, so I can find things. You, you just keep driving in the right direction. You eventually find something. Yeah. Was that a very interesting story? Ça suffit. Comme si, comme ça. Masa menos. Kate says her ad map app tells her when there's a traffic cop close by, not that she needs oh, it. Use ways. Yes. Forgive me, Lord, for the untruth. <laughs> you know what? You what? are amazing. What? God is working in you. <laughs> you didn't even make, you made hardly a face. You made enough of a face for me to know <laughs> that you were going, is this story going to end? <laughs> is this story going to be as long as your trip across <laughs> Ireland? <laughs> But it was just a slight, it was just a little bit in your left eyebrow. <laughs> it started to right. twitch. And the right corner of your mouth. It's like, <laughs> that's all I saw. Usually it's like, all right, can, can, can we move on? Oh, I'm, yes. I'm growing. <laughs> I'm growing. At 35, finally you're growing. I know. Isn't that it's amazing. Awesome? That's fantastic. Never too late. Oh, anything else? What else have we been doing? Anything else? No, I'm, I'm just really impressed at our Thanksgiving. Our kids didn't fight. No. Which was nice. Was so awesome. Everybody was quite pleasant. It's amazing. It's really, we go, we're going to chop that one up to the all-time favorite books. Uh, yeah. I know it, 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 the, the audience would find this shocking, but all of our children are a little bit of a sassy, a, a sassy smart alex. <laughs> So I know we're looking at us. You would think, who, who no would think? way <laughs> that's impossible. There's always a one up and coming. And they all have their little thing that they do. Yes. Ray's the storyteller. Yes. Uh, Rhett, uh, Rhett knows stuff. Knows just stuff. He knows. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> he knows all kinds of stuff. And then Bo. We're not quite sure yet. No, he's just an attention grabber. He's like, now it's time for Bo's facts. We're like, no, you can't steal Red's facts. Here's a little bit about Bo. Bo's nine, and uh, he's got, he's a cocky. No, he's cocky. He's cocky. Yeah. <laughs> and so today, because today was, <laughs> our, today, today was our Thanksgiving, I go to Kelly, uh, who is the older gentleman, 16 years old. And uh, although a little bit cocky himself and a little bit of a smart aleck, I asked him, what do you think? He was first. What do you think before? And he says, um, I'm thankful for you guys, you and you and I. That was awesome. Yes. Then he was thankful for his his family and his new motorcycle, um, and for God. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
It was, you know, it's a good, a good list, yes, good list of stuff. As we would expect from Kelly. Yeah. And then we go to Bo. We go, Bo, what are you thankful for? He goes, me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that would have even occurred to me. I, 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 I like literally, if somebody would be and, and I, it, I, me would never come up. You, I could see saying that, but. <laughs> Like, like you, and you were like, watch on, yes. <laughs> this guy, this is what I'm thankful for. This guy right here. Oh, wow. It was classic. Actually, that's what we should have asked you guys. What are you thankful for? Those of you that are watching, we have a few minutes left, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> if you have an opportunity, tell us what you, you are thankful for. Uh, but Bo is thankful for himself. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, okay, what else? And he's like, my hair. <laughs> <laughs> food <laughs> i forgot he said my hair <laughs> and then of course kelly got offended he goes hey my hair is better than your hair and then became a hair competition uh, oh my gosh yes carrie's explaining yeah. that thanksgiving here kate uh was wonderful yesterday family food and laughter yes i was home alone in my yeah. bed i was nursing two sick, sick. people one <laughs> each of which 60 miles away so yesterday I spent it with mom. And you should have. That was, she definitely needed it. Needed your love. Yes. I got to watch a little football. Ate some, some soccer. Roast beef sandwich. I guess in some worlds it'd be football and football. But <laughs> it was football and soccer. Uh, yeah. And uh, then I had Carl's Jr. for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I shouldn't have. That was horrible. Never have thanks to Carl's Jr. for Thanksgiving. Um what, what did you have for Thanksgiving with your mom? Oh, it was terrible. I had some like squash with cracked eggs on it. <laughs> you know, you know me, us Persians, if we can't find any food, we will crack eggs over anything like spinach. That's actually tomato. good. Yeah, my spinach one. This one, I, I had some squash and some Brussels sprouts. So I just cracked some eggs over it. That doesn't sound that great. It wasn't so great. No. It wasn't so great. Wow. All right. We got a couple thankfulnesses here. Uh, Carrie says, thankful for 44 years with my hubby and we still like each other. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> wow. You should write that in the, in the sky. That's amazing. That is awesome. And Kate says, I guess we are an ungrateful bunch. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get anybody else to contribute what they're thankful for. Uh, come on, Kate. What are you thankful for? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm truly, I mean, of course, Jesus Christ. That was... Um, Jesus Christ Superstar. That was, I mean, his... Um, just his love that he Amen. waited for me. Patiently. Patiently for a few decades. <laughs> <laughs> for me to get my act together and to... Uh, to he never stopped trying. Never stopped no. pursuing you. So leave no. the 99 for the one. It's everything. It is everything. And just everything he's given me. Given me you, our life, our family. It's been awesome. Yes. So that was, that's my, what was yours? Family, you, yeah. provision. Provision. Yes. Provision. That's a word. Of, that's, I, I, that's provision a, without measure. He doesn't count it. He doesn't apportion little crumbs out and say, okay, here's five bucks for you. Here's for me. You know what I mean? He just gives without measure. It's yeah. just glorious. Unbelievable. Good health. Yeah. Oh, I want to tell people. Can I tell people something about your lump? No, I didn't talk about my lump ever. I know, but it's now we can. 
<laughs> I prefer not to. So Hetty had a lump. <laughs> yeah, just randomly somewhere. We didn't, we didn't tell anybody, but um, you got a, a, a all clear ultra ultrasound or MRI. Uh, ultrasound and it came back all clear all clear that's awesome so I'm, thankful. I'm just, thankful for that i guess it's just like some fatty tissue or something i have no idea that's the only fat you have on your body is that little lump <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh that's funny god grateful god is pate <laughs> <laughs> i thought you'd let those things go no i like it because she says i don't she doesn't like to self-correct <laughs> Uh, then Kate said, impatient and provides for me well. Mm. Amen. And Carrie gives a heart sign mm, yes. and a high five. Yes. I, you know, I love those signs. Is that I, I keep thinking it's like, yes, hands in the air. But people say it's something else. Really? I don't what know. else would it be? Uh, like you're slapping somebody's hands. Like I don't ten, know if that like makes a difference. Ten? Yeah. I, so I, is that prayer hands, the one that she's doing there? Or is that clapping? That's clapping. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Prayer hands are the, the blue ones. That's thank you. Or please. But they're prayer hands. Please and thank you. This is yes. <laughs> this is prayer hands. <laughs> that Those two are claps. Are you sure? Because yes. there's no little little lines. No, but they're, make... they're showing little lines. See, Carrie, got, what are those? What do, you, what, do you th what do you think they are? Oh, there clapping. they are. Carrie, what are those? Clapping. <laughs> That's prayer hands. Those I know, but I, I, okay. I've had people tell me that those aren't prayer hands. Were they Christians? <laughs> we decide. We decide what are the we prayer get to hands. Decide. <laughs> then I decided the pregnant man emoji needs to go away. Oh. That's crazy. Should we get on that topic? No. <laughs> no. All right, my love. I am. Uh, you say that to them. Or I'm saying that to you uh, to tell them that we are we've had it. Uh, you've had it because you're, is <laughs> oh, your voice. Finally, I've been waiting for Kate. Grateful that God is patient and cares about mm. our details of our lives, and that He challenged us to grow closer to Him. Yes, I don't know what the thanks doc means. Maybe there's another autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah, his patience uh, is astounding. Amazing. Far better than mine. And I'm pretty patient because I'm a dog trainer. Then you have to be patient with dog training. But uh, I never would have waited for me. <laughs> and he did. He did. He's so amazing. All right. Anything else, my love? I think that's it. All right. We love you guys. Be thankful today, even though today's not Thanksgiving. It's our Thanksgiving. Thankful all weekend. Thankful all the time with prayer. Come to God with everything, with prayer and Thanksgiving, knowing that he will answer our prayers. Sounds good to me. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. God bless. Take care.